Well, welcome back. Uh, episode six we're on now of Talking Dairy City everywhere we go. Um, and thanks for listening. Obviously, with international break, uh, meant we didn't get our uh, weekly fix of Dairy City. But in the absence of the guard on football, we we got our first guest on the show, uh, and no other than, than Josh Daniels, former Derry City winger. Um, and hopefully, it was a, a good omen. He's obviously just won the, the league title over there in Wales with with TNS. Kev, um, that was great to have him on the show, Kev. It was brilliant getting him on, uh, you know, leading under this weekend's game where he scored. So maybe we were good omen. We got him to get a wee goal for TNS there just the weekend. So, no, great. He talks about so many things. You know, obviously we press him about getting back to Derry and stuff like that there. And he does talk about one day maybe coming back to Derry, but he still has ambitions to go further in, in England. And he jokingly says maybe if he can get to Scotland, he's done the full house, England, Scotland, Wales, <laughs> Northern Ireland and Ireland. So that's what he's... Look, jokes aside, that was a great interview. Really enjoyed it. And uh, as I say, you never know. He might be playing the Champions League if both Derry uh, can, can maintain or maybe won this league. And TNS are already there. So look, you'd never know what the future is. But this is what young Josh had to say. Well, folks, uh, for now... Going via Zoom, this is this is how extraordinary we are now, Simon. We're, we're, we're branching out now to Zoom calls. And we've That's got our first, first hey, guest hey, on, which is no no pressure. First guest is a, a title winner, nonetheless, and half the season's going League of Ireland. Here's when they started, but former Derry City player Josh Daniels joined us. And title winner, as I say, Josh, first of all, congratulations. Thank you. Um, uh, it's It's nice. That's putting it mildly, saying it's nice that you've been kind there, <laughs> mate, because... Very modest. Spoke, exactly. Having spoke to you off air, you were sort of saying, this is your sort of first senior medal uh, uh, victory, shall we say, and the last time you may have won some was with Derry City underage, the Fall Cup, or maybe Top of the Hill, would that be right? That's correct, yeah. I think it was probably 16, 17s, maybe. Um, could have been the Fall Cup, actually, yeah. Um but other than that, uh, it's first um first senior trophy, first senior medal. Like obviously the runners up in 2014, FAA Cup final, like, but other than that, this is this is the first one. So now I'm buzzing, I am I'm delighted, like, and hopefully we get the cup now next year. Well, that's just what they say. The season's going well, like, you know, obviously the league title, but there's still a lot they play for as you say, a cup final coming up. Now, uh, well, obviously we've won it quite early, which is, you know, a bit strange because we were supposed to do the you know, the, the league title and the medals this, this Saturday coming, but we're not doing it now because I don't think they had the the stuff there yet. So they weren't expecting it to happen so early. But no, look, it's we have the cup as well coming up at the end of April, last game of the season. And then um we'll be looking to go into that flying. Um we want to win silverware, we want to go into Europe flying as well. So that's I think that's the main aim. It gives us that sort of the last five, six games now is just literally preparing they hopefully won the rest of them in the league because we want to keep the standards high um you know that's the main thing at the club like they want the standards high as possible and trying to win every game as possible now until the end of the season well, how, how's that been josh i've been been on that kind of dressing room where you're you're expected they won nearly every match you've just you've blown the rest of the league away and dominating teams and you know it must be nice you know considering you know you haven't always played in teams that have been dominant like that Exactly. I think, you know, as you say, like it's it's a different pressure for me. Um, that was one of the main reasons why I've took it as well as a challenge to myself. I've never had that pressure where 
you're going out every week. You're expected to win games no matter what. You're expected to hammer teams. Like we could be coming on at half time, four and all up, and the manager's like, no, nah, it's not good enough. You're like, it's not good enough. We expect more. We we need to go out and hit them eight, nine. Like I, this is crazy. Like this season, like me seeing this side, and I'm like, wow. Like you, you go for the juggler every time. And obviously, us being full time, and and a lot of teams aren't full time, and mostly part time. Like it's it's expected of us to go and and win the league. If we didn't, there was something wrong. But it's it is nice, you know. You're going there. The standards are high. It's it's a lot higher than people would expect. You know, training and stuff. I've obviously played in a lot, like League of Ireland, Northern Ireland, and then you know, League One. And then I I wasn't coming in as a snob from League One, being like, oh, I'm looking down or whatever. I knew sort of what it was like you know I've watched it before um, especially when they played Glen Thorne and stuff last year um, so neither were decent players there and it is it's very technical which is another side of my game that I wanted to give back in a way um, you know it's it's all well good like when I was playing League 1 but I was playing a lot out of position and you know it was more about second balls and you know percentage football and whatever but like getting on the ball again enjoying it doing what you love like that's that's the aim of the game like and and you're playing right back as well. Like I know, I know that you, you scored something like the the team have scored something like eighty seven goals or something in, in the league. You know, um, and you're you're playing right back. Like how are you finding exactly. that? Because you want to be involved with the top end of pitch, don't you? That's it. But I can't complain to be honest. Um, I came in as a winger. They signed me as a winger. The manager was was gone within four weeks, three weeks maybe after me coming. Um, that signed me. So, you know, I think there was a couple of injuries at the start of the season. And I slotted on the right back and helped the manager out a bit. And and to be fair, I think I done well. I, <laughs> I, he, I read that he, that he was at one point said that uh, uh, that that you were the best right, right back or best fullback in the league at the at the time. Like so, that's not bad. You you, you oh, haven't like, too badly. <laughs> to be fair, I'm, I'm, th- last year I was probably a bit more like trying to adapt to different positions with Shrewsbury. I think I played like eight different positions since I signed at Shrewsbury. And not one of them was left wing, and that's what I was saying first. So, um, I played eight. I played eight positions. Like I'm mostly a full back and wing back now. So, um, at the start, I was about haven't been a defender in my career, and then I got used to it, learning on the job basically. But this season was my full first season as a full back. But he moved me back up under the wing there uh, in the semi final. I got two, so I've been there since. <laughs> I've been there since. So hopefully, I stay there. Um, obviously, Josh, you know, TNS have got a connection with Derry before with Jared Doherty. Do you maybe have a wee chat with him about when you were making the move? I didn't even get a chat then personally. He just he sent me a text after I signed. Um, obviously, I knew he was there. I knew he was there. There's pictures of him and the and the the changes like him and Carragher. I don't know if they played him in a friendly or in Europe or whatever, but there's a there's a picture. He was captain, so. No, all the boys know him and, and they speak highly of him too. Like, and obviously he was class when I was at Derry and he was class with all the young boys when I was at Derry too. So, no, I, I knew I knew of the connection there. Like, and I, I speak about him, you know, to the goalkeeping coach and stuff that's still there. He was actually, Jared kept him out of the team. So, he, he chats away about him. He's <laughs> glad Jared really loves him. <laughs> <laughs> talking, of, yeah. talking of Derry there too, Josh, I'm assuming now with the title in the bag, you've six games to go, you'll be easy to sit in the house with feet up now and, Watch a few of the dairy games would it be right insane? I watched them all. I've been watching them all since I moved over, to be honest. Um obviously with the games, my mostly my games are on the Saturday. So if the Friday nights during COVID it was quite different, like with a Saturday, like and Sunday as well added to the dairy games. But every game, anytime I'm away here, like I, I would I would get it on my tablet in the hotels, like because the boys be able to meet like, 
obviously like oh who do you support who do you support and like I don't support any English teams like I just literally watch there and they'd be like oh like give me a bit of, bit of grief about it like but I enjoy watching it. like obviously I have a lot of mitts there as well so yeah obviously we've been and that going back now too it's nice to sort of have that we affiliation with my close close friends like and and keep an eye just for a bit like um you were in that team that Derry beat Aberystwyth uh, remember in the that's right, yeah. In the Europa League too. I just remember. I think you, you did. You beat them seven or eight too. Like and, and Derry beat them nine. That was my European debut, the one in the Brandywell, yeah. the first game. Yeah. yeah, and then I didn't play in the away game. But I actually played there this season. But they ripped the grass up. It's not grass no more. It's for it's four G now. So it's. That's a bad word over here. <laughs> I didn't know the, same the roads are mental, you know. How mad are the roads to get to that? We when we were on the bus, it's just trees and like cluffs the whole way. <laughs> I remember it's it, all right. It was a bit crazy getting on the ground, all right. I remember that journey. It's funny you never thought that you would be over in Wales playing then, you know, having it's played mad. it. Yeah. It's mad the way your career sort of turned around like that, isn't it? Like so I was saying the KF now all I have to do is go to Scotland and I've taken them all off. But what watching there, Josh? Uh, what what do you think of them? Because they're a different animal now, aren't they? Like they look like they're fantastic. They watch; it's really entertaining. The, the standard of the league in, in general has gone up a notch or two. But watching there under Rory Higgins, it's it's refreshing, isn't it? It's it's exciting football. No, it is definitely. I think you know with the players coming back that they brought back as well, with Fats and Mickey and stuff coming in, and then Ben and. Even the looks of green and that, like good finds, like it's it's they're they're very good. Like I think they've mixed it up a lot too. Like the looks of green and Ben, like players that can run at people, get them behind direct. You know, in the past they were like Derry was always a good side to watch. They were always nice on the eye, but like you never had that sort of one runners all the time in every team. So I think um you can see what Rory's doing there. Like he's he's obviously a very good coach, like and um the players have bought Andy what he's doing, and that's that's all you can ask for, isn't it? Like. You you had no doubt Ben would would slot on there brilliantly. Like there was, a, a, I would it's fair to say there probably was a few question marks whether he could adapt from Irish League again on the League of Ireland. Um, you know, but he he's just been fantastic, breath of fresh air since he's come on, and like he's 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 taken his game up on a, a level or two as well. Uh, from watching him with Corinne, and then obviously before Corinne was or he came to Ulster Glen Avon when I was there, like and. I think is the main thing with him now is his versatility as well. He can play anywhere basically. He's playing left back, left wing back, left wing. He played right wing. He played was he him and Cole were going to be playing right back one week. So um and then he's obviously when he was coming through it there, he was more of a centre mid, attacking my feeder. So having that already is is a positive for his game. But you can see now how good he's got at Lauren, especially. Mm. Um like his ability to run with the ball, like up and down the left wing, his his energy is frightening like. Um his running stats must be a joke in games like because he doesn't stop running like. Um, mm. but again, and his left foot's a joke as well. He's good on set plays and he can whip a ball into the box, which again, I think you look back, it's it's quite rare to find that. But there he's always produced decent left wingers or left left footed left wingers that can whip balls into the box, like James McLean, like you know what I mean? So having that someone they run outside, the likes of Mickey when he's cutting inside, it's a strength like. It's definitely fierce. What was his goal, Kev, against Rovers too? His composure for that. I mean, that was, uh, was Exactly, run the length of the pitch and then, as you say, same in the composure. But is it one lame too? Josh, I remember speaking to Gary Hamilton. Gary was sort of saying, Derry fans mightn't be sort of, what does Ben do? Because you say he can play in so many positions. But uh, Gary's sort of stat was, look, 
come to me at the end of the season and look at the stats that Ben uh, create chances and goals scored. He says, and then come back to me. And to be fair, not far wrong. Uh, early on, he's three or four assists and a goal already. You know what I mean? It, you can see. I know, and that's a thing. He would chip in from anywhere, like in and like. Obviously, set play is a massive thing in, in the modern game. Like, you're going to get a lot of goals off set plays. Like, Cole's header last week. Like, you know what I mean? The last game. Uh, just situations like that where he's whipping good balls into the box. He's going to get good numbers all the time. And he has a confidence. They stand over it as well. So, and I think a Corrine and Lauren as well, he had penalties. So, I'm not sure he'll be he'll be fighting anybody there. He had pens. Like, but, um, you know, he has that in his locker where he can just get high numbers. Like, I think, you know, he was always in double digits for both goals and assists the last few years and I think you know the, the Ben that left there is a lot different than the Ben now you can see that he's, he's far more mature Um, just like they slot on the left back and, and play in a, in a team that's dominant in the ball like there and, and dynamic now it's it's a credit to himself like. do, you, do you ever sort of see a situation where you have Ben Doherty left back Josh Daniels right back for Derry City. <laughs> no, I don't know about when they were right back. Um, but no, the only time I really played him in proper football was me in front of him. I was left wing and he was left back at Glenavon for a while. But no, I don't know. I don't know about that. Like it's um, it's a strange one now. Even saying fullback, like I couldn't believe I was playing fullback for a while. Like because even the boys, like all well, my mates, like back home, I'm telling them, ah. Oh, Playing right back at in, they're like, "What do you mean you're playing right back? <laughs> You've never defended before in your life." Right, but you've so, you got that defensive side of your game. Now. I'm sure that aggression as well that you've sort of developed. You had it developed, I suppose. I think to be fair, I think Glenavon sort of helped that, and that was one of the main reasons for that move as well. Was because everyone seen me as like a flair player, ten or left wing, nice on the eye, not really doing much else. And then I was like, "No, nah, if I play in a team that's four four two, rugged, and just like we play off second balls." I track a fullback everywhere he goes. Like I can prove I can do it. And then I didn't really understand like playing wing back when I came here. I was like, oh, I'm not sure I can do it. No, it's a big job. But then I could see why I was put there. It's probably one of my best. If I'm on the right team, that's probably my, my best position. It would be as a wing back just for energy reason because the amount of sprinting I'm doing during games, high speed running and all, just sort of the numbers sort of suited that area of the pitch. But I've played everywhere for for Shrewsbury, like so, I'm I'm comfortable really playing anywhere now, and I think that's why the manager here has you know trusted me because he, he basically said, "I know you're a winger, I want to play you right back." And to be fair, I've done well there, and then he's kept me there, and and I'm like a second winger anyway. I just keep the whip for the team and, and make sure that the play is coming through me as well. Obviously, like you say, I haven't scored as much goals as I would like, but I've got a league's medal, so so far so good. Oh, thanks. Uh, just, just uh, excuse my ignorance, like, but you're still based in Shrewsbury, aren't you? Or Shropshire, is it? Like, so you, yeah, yeah. you travel over. Is the, the the geography ways? Where is the TNS? They there, like, I know it's right now the Welsh border, like, but it's, uh, oh, it's fifteen minutes, like, yeah, fifteen so minutes for me to get the training. Yep, it's only like, it's literally, it used to take me fifteen minutes to get one side to Shrewsbury, in the mornings. They get away traffic and that now I'm going and missing all the traffic and going the opposite way, the Oswestry. And it's literally 15, 20 minutes. And it's again when Hannah was pregnant, it was one of the main reasons why I was I was looking close. I had a few offers that were sort of sitting there at the start way before TNS um in League Two. And I was like, I don't really want to relocate at this time. They go halfway across England when my, my missus is pregnant and my wee ones just started school. So it was a it was a big thing for me to go and play somewhere where they were comfortable as well. Like, I don't want to be 
moving around every so often and pulling her out of school and 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 unsettling them because at the end of the day, like it's it's not just about me over here, like it's it's my family at the end of the day and football's just a game at the end of the day as well. So I have to keep my priorities. Well, it's a nice lifestyle. I remember talking to you last. You were you were you were enjoying that lifestyle and and Shrewsbury. You know the it's kind of the laid back nature of things and and exactly, your, yeah. your countryside. It's, and, yeah. it's a very quiet area. Like it's it's lovely. It's very family oriented. Like it's it's really nice to just come back and you know you, you could be anywhere in the world. I suppose with your family. So you know having that nice area to live as well. We're only like a two minute walk from a school and stuff. It's 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 like you know what I mean. It just. It was everything sort of fell into place nicely. And obviously, TNS or football wise are ambitious. Uh, you know, the last couple of years, Champions League, we'll, we'll not talk about last year in Lumfield and the heartache too much. Mm-hmm. But you know, that, that is the ambition of, of TNS to continue to do well every year in Europe. Exactly. And I think the chairman makes that clear. You know, he, he obviously brings in decent caliber of players, and that's what attracts him mostly. Um, I wanted to play in Europe again. I haven't played in Europe since Glenavon. And, you know, some some European ones can be the best ones of your career. Um, and a lot of boys don't experience Europe, especially in the English Football League. Um, I think, obviously, last year we were expected to go free. Well, the club expected us to go free, and it was, it was um, hard to take. But you know, you could get you could get through a lucky draw. You could get a a wee um decent result, and and it could change. You know, the club it can change the media exposure for the full league as well. Because I think that's what we're probably lacking at the minute, and I think we're sort of the ones that are holding the torch for sort of the Welsh league. They they try and like kick it on a bit, and obviously being the only full time team and 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 you know doing so well domestically, I think that's the next step and the, and the chairman knows that the manager knows that and the players know that as well especially so now I'm looking forward to it now again I can't wait to go because we only have four weeks off now in the summer and then we're straight back on the pre-season Champions League Derry City TNS mm, could be interesting or <laughs> might jump in the goal well, you're talking that would be good <laughs> yeah, it, could be. it would be interesting it would be a, be a nice visit last, like last year I was in back home and I think I was back home once and then we I had to fly Andy Lauren to play a friendly, so I played against Ben, against Lauren, right? And then a couple of weeks later, we were playing Lumfield, so I was back in Belfast again. I was back home more with TNS than I was by myself <laughs> for that full season. It was strange. It was really strange, but no, it would be nice. Uh, it's always nice to get back as well. Brilliant. I think you have a year left in TNS, haven't you, Josh? I think it's what's... Uh... Yeah. But um, it, just obviously you're happy there too, bit of sounds of things, but it, it does playing in Europe then puts you under the shop window, doesn't it? Like if if I'm sure you do still harbour ambitions of, of playing, you know, with the, in the higher leagues in England again as well too, you know, f- further down the line. I'm sure that's still sort of burning burning bright on side, is it? Exactly. Um I don't think that's one thing that I'll I'll never admit to being comfortable somewhere. Like I'm I'm you know I love the place, but at the end of the day, for me to be ambitious for the club to be ambitious, I think it's it sort of works in tandem. You want players that want to come in and just like kick on their careers and, and try and, and give back into the football league, give back in the league two, league one and, and, and kick on. You want to play at the highest level possible. And I think for me, it was the same kind of scenario with Derry and leaving to go to Glenavon. I needed to play football. And it was the exact same thing. I was in and out of the Shrewsbury team too much for my age and I just wasn't playing enough and then I just realised that you know at the end of the day I could go to somewhere in League 2 or League 1 you know and not play again or I could go now and prove my worth a wee bit more and, and like you say you could get into Europe and do really well against the top side and you never know what could happen you could end up somewhere in Europe there's that many young Irish boys that play in Europe now and 
but like at the end, end of the day, you want to play as, as high as possible, and I, I still have that sort of burning inside me. Yeah, and and the one in the leagues potentially a, a double this year that all goes on the CV and and like even in terms of your learning and your experience personally as well too that all adds to you as the character as well too if you do move on to a different level. Exactly, and it's you know I've been playing now for ten this is my tenth season I think in professional football and I've been at ten years or maybe a bit more so that's my first trophy which is crazy. Um. Obviously now it's it's mad because you just want more. So the cup as well, like I want to make that sort of happen and and then do it again. That's that's the aim. Like I want to want as as much as possible before I, I retire. Like and you, you look back on all your medals, don't you? Like so, um, at the end of my career, I want to look back on all the sort of the trophies and, and the medals and just the nice places where I've played in that too. Because there've been some decent ones in the last two years. Like. You're talking about retiring here. Yeah. <laughs> Cam, Cam, you down this retiring talk? Like, he's not, he's still down. Kev's still down the Bay Road. I'm still with Randy Play. You never worry. You can chat to him. Is it a case too, you're talking about when you're over there, you're watching League of Ireland and, and, and I'm assuming too about Irish League. You, you sort of see both leagues. The, the sort of, the standard is, has improved a lot too in the Irish League. We're going full time. But the League yeah. of Ireland, do you feel possibly still that wee bit ahead? Of Irish League? Yeah. Uh, thanks. So in terms of the gap probably between the top teams and the bottom teams is a bit, a bit closer. Um, you know, most teams are full-time. And then you have the fan business as well, which makes it makes it so much bigger because there's more revenue, isn't there, coming on the clubs. Obviously, Europe's massive for both. I just think the, the League of Ireland in terms of, you know, like the Rovers, Derry, Dundalk, St. Pat's, all the big clubs, like, Bohemians even bringing in massive numbers as well. I think that's huge. It's just huge for exposure. But the standards always been decent in League of Ireland. It was always, you know, it was always good. It was just it was getting people to sort of recognise it. And to be honest, I think during COVID as well, you could stream nearly every game because they were on constantly. They were on like what was it like? There was two on the Friday. There was like three or four on the Saturday, three or four on the Sunday. So you could stream them constantly. You were watching games after games like. And I think that sort of helped the league a wee bit, to be honest, um, for just just that ex- exposure. And the exact same way, uh, the Irish Prem as well, because I was still watching all the games over here, just on the iPlayer. Like, they were constantly streaming games during COVID, and it was just so easy to, like, get on and watch. And then a lot of players got moves as well. So in the same way League of Ireland last year, and I think that sort of helps as well when big clubs and championship and League One comes on and, and you know, plucks players from both sort of, leagues and you can see the standard then that they can go on to achieve because there's boys playing at very good standards now in the championship and the and the prem. They have come from both leagues like. Talking of the, the, the cup final that you were looking forward to the FEA Cup final last year was something special at the Aviva and the, the amount of dairy fans travelling down is it well let me sort of look at that and go ah, that's that's something else you sort of you know your hometown club brings that down to a cup final. No, it was amazing numbers to be fair. It was uh, watched on TV as well. It was classic. It was really good to see. But more importantly, like even the buzz after, like if like I was over here and you could see how you like because my social media is just full of dairy ones, obviously. So seeing everyone back home, like at the time, was buzzing for months. Like it wasn't even weeks after; it was months. Like so, and then obviously that helps going into the new season too. So no, it was class. Like it was it was very good. And, they deserved it, like they deserve something after the year, like because I thought they thought they were unreal for a uh, majority of the year. Like. And just do, do, you're talking, do you think 
Sorry, Kev, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Tim. No, I was just thinking, like, just from your time, like, obviously, you would love to have experienced that with your hometown club, Josh, like you know. But looking back at your time, do you think when when you joined Derry, there was a lot of expectations? Uh, you know, you were over at Man United on trial. You were all all around different different clubs and and Premier and Championship clubs. You know, you were um, as I say, a lot of expectations on your shoulders at the time. Do you think? That your time at Derry sort of came too soon for you, or there was too much of that weighing on you at the time. Or I know you're very level headed and and you were very um, mature for your age at that stage. But do you think that maybe had an impact like on you at the time? I think I don't know if it was the pressure. I think obviously when I came back from all the trays and stuff and whatever, it was like I had a bit of a spring in my step, and I was sort of like, right, I'm I'm ready to play first team here. I just thought like I should be in here now. That's me. Like get me in. I want to be involved. I want to show people what I can do. Because obviously, at that time when I was on them trials, I had no first team appearances, so I haven't I didn't play a game yet. So I was only playing 19s, and this was in Northern Ireland and stuff as well. So like I had no games played um for the first team, and I think. It's a business too. At the end of the day, Derry City was, you know, you have people that are going to try and make money. At the end of the day, and I, I obviously was coming in. I just wanted to go and play at the highest level possible. And at the time, like I was, I was just a young boy thinking, you know, why would anybody try, like, you know, put a big price tag or look for a big dough or whatever on a young boy's head that has never played any senior games. So I, I thought I was going to get to me, but I had not played any games right up until the summer. So it was hard. Who's going to watch you? Um, if you're not playing, like, so. Um, for me, I just think even when I left, it wasn't really about the expectations because there was times where I was getting on the team and doing well and scored my first goal. And then I think I scored my second goal the week after. And then I was on a wee bit of a run. And then I got dropped because there was more players coming back from injury that were more senior than me. And I'm only 20 or 19 at the time. And I'm thinking, nah, I'm not, uh, you know, you can't really do that. Like, and I'd be quiet as well. Like, even my managers, like, I wouldn't really go on and complain. It's the same now. I've never went on and complained once here about playing right back. I'm playing there. I'm, I'm enjoying playing, so I don't care. As long as I'm playing, that's that's all I care about. And I think at times I, I always question maybe if that's the reason why maybe I didn't play a bit more. Because maybe I'm an easy decision. Here. It's an easy decision. And it was the same when I was at Shrewsbury as well. I always felt like, you know, maybe I should be going on and saying, no, here, wait a minute. But I feel like in the long run, then that sort of burns your bridges a wee bit with, with certain people. So, yeah. Um. For me, like, I just want to go on, train, do well, do well in games and play. But like, you know, if someone's not picking you or not picking you for a reason, it's their opinion. Um, you know, you just have to deal with that. Like, but I, from from probably learning over here and in, in the Shrewsbury and TNS, like, obviously as a young boy, you can look back and go, "No, I probably could have done that better. Probably should have listened to this person. Might have listened to him. Take things off their game." Mostly, you know, I think I've sort of transformed even my game. Like, I was always like a mid-pack kind of runner in the groups and sort of just always naturally fit whatever. But now, like, I've, I've tried to just sort of blast that, try to stay on the top of every group. Like, we do tests every six weeks here still, like like 1K time trials and that. And I'm trying to think I've, I've got the quickest score to club like all year. Like, it's just trying to keep them standards and, Try to help bring younger boys in and and, and help them too. Because when I say them, they're like, nice guys getting the word, do they? Just like you have to. <laughs> exactly. No, exactly. And I think in football, like, there's a fine line, isn't there? And it's just sort of finding that, you know, where you don't want to be arrogant as well, you know, especially to someone who's picking the team. I think yeah. that's it's having that sort of good sort of 
good connection with people, but it doesn't do me any any harm. Sure, I, I could have went to United at seventeen, eighteen, and been back before twenty twenty one. So I think um I think it worked out all right. Yeah, uh, you're you're starting with a title one and medal well mm. under the season, nowhere near finish. So that has worked out well. But you're talking there about been twenty seven. You're nowhere near. This this retirement you keep talking about, but is it a case where you're possibly at some stage maybe coming back playing one twos with Ben? Could you see that happening? Maybe back at the Brandywell at some stage. Is some it, stage. Is, is it something that you, like, you think you maybe have unfinished business? Like as there probably like that's. Of course, I think I think every player that's from there and, and leaves wants to go back eventually and play. Like to be honest, I would never have left if I had a place. You know what I mean? I would never have left. Um. I think I try to get back every window when I was at Glenavon as well. So, like, you know, I had that. I spoke to you at the time where I was like, um, you know, I'm I'm gonna try and get back here. You know, obviously, but one or one or two things didn't work out, and you know, I've I've obviously spoke to the club various times when you know certain windows and just at, at certain times in your life, it just it just doesn't suit. And and for me, I thought you know I could go over here a crack, get a few medals try and kick on again and get an R big move. Like that's that's every player's dream. Like, you know, you wanna you wanna be ambitious. So obviously there's still that desire to, to go back and, and sort of enjoy, you know, playing from my hometown because I don't think I really had that close affiliation with the fans at the start because I was so young and I was like, you know, coming through the academy and that, you're coming under the first team and you know, you're about like, oh, don't want to look at anybody down. I'm sort of playing in front of the boys I know and all. Like, you know, like they're going to chat to you in the street. Like, never really had that, like, oh, like it's not like one big family. You know, it was more like a wee bit of pressure there that way. But, you know, looking back now, it's probably the one thing that I probably could have enjoyed a bit more just having that because we were getting big crowds as well back in too. Like, even, you know, when we were mid table and, and in Europe as well, we'd done Euro- Europe a few times. So, Maybe that's that's the one thing I must like see that sort of local just there is a football in city, like it's produced some like unbelievable players and just having that sort of going back like and, and I watch them every week, like I say, so it is and it's nice. I'm more of a fan at the moment when I'm watching all the games, like so it's just nice to see them do well and you never know in the future, like. That's good enough for us, isn't it, Kieran? Yeah, uh, you never know. I'll speak to you right now. There's, we can get that director <laughs> on up for next season. But uh, I could uh, maybe a wee, a wee wedding present. I know it's a big year. Like you want to be, what a, what a year it could be. You know what I mean? If it's, it's, my, uh, third, it's my third try, so hopefully it goes it goes the plan this time. But it's definitely great. in my this year. Who, who's who's been planning it that it's gone so badly wrong so far? <laughs> it's been um, a long time coming obviously first three times it got cancelled like so um it would be a nice season it would be a very nice i actually think i may be back in we could be back in ireland for pre-season you know so i might, might just have to get a bus up to the wedding venue ben's obviously the best man isn't he he is, I. He is, I. I wonder if he's got any any dirt on you. Or you're you're too clean cut, like he must. The wedding speech must I be good, too. Like he's got to have something so. on you. I don't think so. I don't. You know <laughs> what? He, he was saying to me at one stage, he was having somebody write his speech and that, and then he was uh, he was saying there was one stage where he was uh, but paranoid about his speech, saying, oh, I don't know if I'm going to do one. I don't know if I'm going to do one, but um, no, we'll see. We'll see what he has up his sleeve, like. Can I sing now? Maybe do a wee song or something like that? Josh, I'm assuming you want the guests to stay on if you're making Ben sing, <laughs> they'll be leaving. Like. I know. 
Jeg var ikke en måte, jeg hadde jo slet en hatt seg pieces, så det var en en sted, det var en sted. Hardy track. But listen, listen, George, that is fantastic, Ermit. Thanks for joining us here. That's great that we've had you on, and hopefully things continue, and we're speaking to you again with more more medals and more trophies in the cabinet. And as you say, hopefully this year is a fantastic summer for you and everything goes well. Thank you. Talk, man. So that was uh, Josh Daniels there. And, and he sort of went on the detail about, uh, obviously, his time time at Derry City, where he's, he still still reckons that he's got not so much a point they proved, Kev, like, but he's he's definitely got, um, you know, it's a case of the, he's got unfinished business there, isn't it? That's up, you know, and, and that's what he sort of says. You know, he felt when he left, uh, there he was a young man, basically. He's still a young man now, but, you know, he's a lot younger and left and went up the Irish League and even he admitted got up there, sort of changed his game and changed his outlook and, and he basically improved as a player and got the move across the water and, no, oh, okay, think that maybe work out at Shrewsbury or whatever else, but he, he kept getting on and, as you say, now he's down at TNS and, Look, he still keeps an eye. That's the thing that really interests me is he, he gets sort of stick from his teammates. Who do you support? Edinburgh from Ireland normally supports a team from England or Scotland. And not Josh is a City fan and he sits and watches every Friday night and sees the games and obviously keeps an eye on his best man, Ben Lordy, too. Well, that's it. And Ben, ben like, as, as I said, like, he's been impressed with how you know his time in the, in the Irish League, just as Josh did and went and got, uh, got that experience that he needed. You know that age, but Ben's done the same thing, and, and as he as he rightly said, Josh, like you know, he's he's impressed by his the numbers, the stats that he's getting, even the way he started with Derry City too. You know, the assists. I know he was on was on Twitter and having a bit of a, a spat with the, the Liga Ireland like with their stats. You know, they didn't count as assists. He wasn't too happy. Did you see that, Kevin? Like Ben, that's, but rightly so. Rightly oh, so, because exactly. he's having a I suppose it's like it's everything now uh, in football. We don't know what referees' decisions are. We don't know what the rules are. Maybe <laughs> we don't know what stats are now, too. I always thought if you pass the ball to a boy and the boy sticks it in the top corner, the boy passed him. That's an assist. But maybe it's not. Now, maybe, maybe things change. But, like, you know, VAR, they've changed the rules with assists now. I don't know. Uh, well, let's let's hope that they, they gets them back on. Because like, it's, uh, it's something that, as somebody that plays in, in his position, and he, and he does... Get, like they get forward, ball forward, and he's a fantastic delivery of the ball too. So you know, if 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 that's what gets him motivated, then give him back his assists. That's what I say. That's exactly <laughs> it. Say, I know, I know. Like you know, as you say, sort of chatting even with with Josh, he even he sort of says the same thing. You know, the assists they get, they'll get you goals, they'll get you going forward. And and Ben has been definitely one of the shining lights since he's he's came back. And a lot of boys, as you says, they Josh was maybe a wee bit. What's he going to be like? Come back in the Irish League, but he certainly come on and take it like a dog by water. Well, obviously the Derry City are back at, back in action this weekend. Uh, a, a lot of a lot of big fixtures. Um, it's good good to have that action back, isn't it? Kevin? we'll be down at the Toka Park for the Derry City Shelburne game, which is going to be a difficult one. But it's, it's just great after that we break for the international uh, window that uh, we have some live football to look forward to again. Well, that's, that's exactly it. You know, we're, we're all happy with that. But before we get to the live action, the big draw, the big Champions League. How could I forget? World Cup like <laughs> How could you forget about it? Uh, Google was involved in everything, done the draw first. We, so we took all the names uh, from Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and everywhere. And we, we put them all together and done a, a, a Google draw. 
uh, just about a minute ago. And uh, do you want a drum roll? The drum roll, please. Drum roll, please. Uh, and and the winner is. Barry Owens. So Barry will be able to get in contact with myself or yourself. Uh, no doubt he'll see us. Uh, yeah. I talked on the one will be down there like a shot, but it's young Barry Owens, uh, a fellow water side man that has that has picked up the award. So Barry, get in contact and see if he are looking to get what what jersey home away or the the third strip, the blue one. But no, Barry, I would say this is going to be a present to somebody because Barry will have got all the jerseys. So he's looking to get himself maybe one that he might even get it signed. I don't know, but either way, I will be shocked if Barry Owens does not have a jersey. As I say, you see him at every home and away game, so that's a true Derry fan that's that's won the competition and they'd be fair lessons every week. So that's good they know it, Barry. Oh, that's good to hear. Brilliant, well done, Barry. Uh, and thanks everybody else who entered. We had a, a, a good lot of people interested in sharing and uh, the, the the competition for us as well too. So Thanks everybody for that. Uh, and well done, Barry. Nice one. Um, but as we said, like we're, we're a lot of fixtures this weekend again. Um, thankfully, well, what what's the standout fixture for you, well, Kev? There's only there's one there jumping out. Well, exactly. For, you know, obviously, if you say me and you'll be down at the talker, but the standout one is will the champions win again? That's the question at the minute. Shamrock Rovers are away at Dundalk. Dundalk, we seen ourselves at the Brandywell. Yes, they weren't that. You know. Great maybe going forward. That's probably more to do because Derry didn't let them get out or let them play at all. But Shamrock Rovers is, you know, it's a it's a big game for them. They want to get this result. They want to get this this victory uh, and get their season really going. And it's a difficult one up at up at uh, Oriel Park and Steve Adal himself. They've started off a wee bit of a shaky start, but then they're unbeaten now since uh, uh got under the break and they're up there obviously. Sitting nicely too, challenging. They're just like a point behind Derry, four points behind Bowes, the leaders. So look, they'll be looking to just maintain that. And as I say, Rovers just need to, you know, it's going to get this stage where not just fans, but Stephen Bradley's going to say, "Gosh, we we seriously need to get a one here." Like we know we're we're six matches on them, we're we're still them. And if they don't, then it's seven. Uh so uh, that's that's the sort of the standout one. Uh on on Friday night, you also have Drogheda traveling to Cork. Cork themselves will be, you know, looking to get back at it. They've had a you know, few wee dodgy results just before the break. They haven't won in three. They lost at home to Shelburne just before the break. So they'll be looking to get a victory. Drogheda, on the other hand, have, you know, they've done right. They've picked up a few wee sort of ones. They, they lost just before the break, just the, the, the night before St. Patrick's night. They, they lost the, the Louth Derby, home to Dundalk. Uh, the other fixture on Friday night is St. Pat's against UCD. Who would have thought? Bottom, bottom of the table. Exactly. A bottom of the Flash. table clash. Who would have thought that? UCD sitting on one point, bottom of the table against second bottom, some pats on five points. And look, we've said that in the last couple of weeks, some pats need a victory. Like, there's no doubt about it. I see the incredibly played Mullerwell and a friendly at the weekend. Already? And right. kept a scoreless draw. So that says it all. Like, you know, <laughs> you can, they got a draw against Mullerwell and a friendly at the weekend. So no, they, they need a they need a victory. There's no doubt about it. Tim Clancy's he's definitely, you know, getting that stage where I need to get a result here to get things going. And then you also then on the Sunday, the champion or the champions, or you go, I've just given the title deck on the line. The leaders, <laughs> I should say, the leaders, Bohemians, travel to Slego, who we know very well that, that last game, uh 
before the break. They, they definitely impressed us at the Brandable Sligo and both fans themselves to their own beating their last three. So, look, Deck and Devine and Bowes, they're, they're flying like they've won their last three in the bounce. Big ones at, at Bowes and they had a good victory in the end. Two victories against UCD and Drogheda. So they're going to come up the Sligo showgrounds full of confidence. But as I say, we sort of seen Sligo and we're, we're impressed with them. So that'll be a tight one for Deck and Devine on, on Saturday night. So it's basically on the likes of Derry on, on Friday night. If they can get that victory, they put the pressure on Bowes. And, you know, you would, you would well, goal difference, see how that goes. But Derry could be top of the league in Friday night if they get a victory. And, you know, yourself, Simon, down to Shelburne's going to be difficult. They may end us. No, he's always tight at the back. They're always workaholics. That's what everybody keeps saying. What are you thinking Friday night? Well, uh, 100% it's going to be tight. I think uh, I'm right in saying the last one was the, the 1 0. We, we, we fat scored the, the winner down there. Is that I the last time? I knew you would get fat. Yes, they will. He's every week. Fats but, is but, 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 you know, I don't know if what you think. It's been that far removed now. Uh, we've a few months past, like, but. The, the cup final, how does that play on the, the, the mentality of the players, the Shelburne players in particular here, because they were rolled over, embarrassed potentially, could you say they were embarrassed in the cup final of 4-0, never really in the game, and you know, that, like, I, I'm, I would dare to suggest that they, they have a, a nasty grind here, here, you know, we're, we we need to sort of, uh, as I say, a point to prove, we're, we're not as bad as we, we showed in the in the cup final, Um. But are they can can is is there a four 0 gap between the two teams? Like we'll we'll, we'll see on Friday night. Well, that's sad, but I think you're right. I think if you're Damien Duff, and you don't even need to use it in your team talk per se, because your players should want to use it and use the motivation. Where you're right, they were embarrassed in the cup final, heaviest defeat in the cup final, not having a single shot in ninety minutes on target in the cup final. And look, if I was one of them players, I would be going right. Listen, we're not getting embarrassed again. I expect them. To be tight, yes. They're at home. Polka, uh, Derry, Shelburne down the years of great rivalry. But look, I still think that, you know, regardless, Damien Duff's sort of approach is going to be keep it tight, see if we can nick it in the, the counter or a set play. And I don't think that that will change. It's a game like the cup final. Derry take the lead, then it's a problem for Shelburne because Shelburne have to come out. And that's what mm-hmm. happened in the cup final. The minute Derry took the lead, they didn't actually come out to be fair in the cup final. They just still sat on, but just could tore basically the shreds. And they're be hoping for a similar outcome. They would take that now, but I think it's going to be a lot, lot tighter, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, let's hope, obviously, that the. The two week break has um has has allowed some players to come back, you know, because they were um it was very concerning the, the amount of players um that were they were out injured. Hopefully, we might see O'Reilly and McJanet back. Two, two of those, um, but and hopefully there's no fresh injuries. Um, but that that's going to be uh, the, the, we haven't spoken to Rory Higgins yet for the the, the pre match press conference. Uh, this is obviously coming out on Wednesday morning, so hopefully we'll get better idea of who's returning in terms of bodies. Um, but th- th- those will be two big new additions if we get Cameron McJanet and and Adam O'Reilly back. Ah, definitely, and that that's that's sort of the the the, the rumors going about was they were the two boys that were probably the closest out of the four. Alexa Dummigan and Duffy might have been a wee bit behind compared to them two. Uh, I I like you would be thinking and hoping that the, the O'Reilly and 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 McJanet are involved. Uh, and the squad at least. But as I said to you before, 
the squad is now so much strength and depth that you don't have to rush them back per se. You can throw them on for 20 minutes and you've a big schedule coming up in three games in a week, even though you can back you've the Friday, Monday, then you draw it on the Friday and then bows on the Monday. So you can start gently easing these boys back and giving them the game time because one thing is for sure, you don't want them to go back in and then they get wrecked again and they're out again. So, no, look, I would say this will be a case of see how everybody else, you're right, we'll, we'll speak to Rory this week and see how everybody else, hopefully or nobody else touch wood that's picked up any knocks and just go to Tolka, uh, looking to be all guns blazing. Again, it's a grass pitch, it's away from home, it's the old, is Derry going to have a better record away from home again? But I think anybody this weekend is just, it's like a fresh start, but the season's starting again. Yeah, it's got their two weeks off, let's get ready to rumble and let's get ready to go again. Because uh, everybody welcomed that break, I think. But um, as you say, like the our, our away form last last year has been fantastic. But then after the Shelburne match, two two home games coming up, two two uh two going to be two tight ones against Drogheda and Bowes as well too. So let's get the three points on the road and then worry about that again when we get back to the Brandywell. Exactly. But uh, folks, that go ahead. Uh, that was I know that's that's should be us wrapped up. Uh, thanks thanks for for Josh Daniels. Coming on as our first guest, we look forward to having many more, maybe uh, more more title winners, Kevin. Well, that's 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 half of the way, you know, and hopefully come the end of the season, we have a few first team title winners at the Brandywell. Is we would like to have on on the podcast chatting away, and before we do finish up, I suppose we're going to have to, you know, keep this production run going. Uh, so <laughs> I, I was going to get away with that. Uh, you were trying to. I know you were like there. Uh, I, I suppose I'll let you go first, like, because you'll not be happy if you don't go first to get your first. Oh, you know, what do you think? So, what Very do you think well. of Friday night at Tolka? I think I, I do think it'll be tight. I definitely tight one down there. It always is. But I'm going to go if they're going an early goal. I think they could go maybe one, maybe one, one all two one. I'm going to go. I'm going to go two one. Uh, and I'm even going to throw on Fats as getting the winner again. So. Oh, there, that, there, <laughs> two Fats, and we haven't even seen that's unbelievable. Uh, but Michael, our colleague, uh, Wilson will definitely know that uh, you getting Fats on a couple of times. He's on our Zoom calls, never gets it at all when, when we're talking about work. No, I, I'd agree with you. I think it's going to be tight, it's going to be a lot more tight in the cup final. And I'm actually just going to go where we sneaky 1 0 Derry victory on the road. Uh, and I don't think I'll be much on it. And, Hopefully, the final third is where Derry have struggled in their last two home games. Hopefully, they are peppering the goal and uh, they at least get one. So, I'm going to go for a 1-0 Derry victory on Friday night. Brilliant. Right, folks, that's it for this week. Uh, congratulations again to Barry Owens and uh, the winner of that Derry City jersey. Our first giveaway. Thanks to Josh Daniels, our first guest on the show. And tune on next week. Uh, we'll have a reaction from, from Toka Park. We'd like to thank the children of Greenhall Primary School for the podcast jingle. And any silly fans out there with anything they want to ask us, they can email us simon.collins at dairyjournal.com or myself, kevin.mcgohan at dairyjournal.com. Also keep an eye on social media on Twitter at dairyjournal and on Instagram at dairyjournal underscore. Make sure you like, follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a beat as we follow the fortunes of Dairy City Football Club.